I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon you're single and maybe you're trying to find new creative different ways to attract a partner maybe you're sick and tired of the online dating maybe you're just sick and tired of all the stress and the heartache that comes with it there may be a solution uh, using something organic something natural something of yours something involving your pheromones um Joining us on the line is sexologist and author, Shan Bodram. She's joining us on the line now. Thank you for joining us this evening. But uh, Shan, I suppose we'll start off by maybe explaining what exactly is a sexologist? Yeah, a sexologist is to sex like a nutritionist is to food. So it's a study of sex as it relates to biology, psychology, criminology. And so becoming a sexologist really depends on what angle you want to take it. So I am a certified sexologist, not a licensed sexologist. So a licensed sexologist would be a therapist. They would work in clinics. They would work in pharmaceutical companies. Uh, A certified sexologist can work writing curriculums. They can work for private companies. They can have a private practice. I actually graduated from journalism first. That was my first foray into secondary education and then I got my sexologist certification about eight years later. So for me, my mission has always been to spread information to the masses and try to find ways to get the average person really excited about learning about their sexual and intimate selves. Well, I mean, if you were a lot more Irish, the Catholic guilt and shame would have never made you go down that uh, I went to down. a Catholic school. That's oh, exactly actually why I did it. You know, it didn't work in repressing my desires. So I was drawn to a bunch of other backdoor, shall we call it, methods of education, a la porn and movies. And so when I turned 19, I decided like, okay, enough is enough. I'm going to educate myself. There was a recent article that was popped up online about you have a very peculiar, interesting way of preparing yourself on a night out when you want to attract the opposite sex. Could you talk a little bit maybe about what you found? Yeah, so in my book, The Game of Desire, we did this experiment to see if this technique that's actually pretty widely spread or widely known online, and of course it's not new, which is referred to as vabbing. And vabbing is when you take your female genital fluids and you take a little bit of it fresh from the Bartholin gland or from the actual opening and you apply that like you would apply perfume to your pressure points. So inside your wrists, inside your elbows, on your neck and at the back of your neck to see if that would be an assistance in you in attracting the opposite sex. We did it as an experiment, but it is something that I have experimented with for you know the past 10 years because it's to me something I've heard a lot about in the community. And it worked for you? Well, I would say that it's one of those things where it's very anecdotal and there hasn't been enough study guys to say it absolutely works. Of course, we know that pheromones are a massive part of everyday perfume and we recognize that 
pheromones do work, but there is no scientific proof that doing this works. However, there was a study that showed women at a nightclub who were ovulating tended to got more attention and tended to get more looks from people. And they did that through these like mouth strips where they judged how many hormones were in the person at the time. There is some scientific proof behind at different times we do emit different hormones that can draw people in. And we do know that the vaginal smell is very attractive. I think despite what commercialism says, we do know that people really do actually enjoy it and it can draw people in and it can create a strong bond. So I've done it sometimes and I've been like, whoa, it is nuts how many people you know, at a nightclub have just stopped me and say like, there's something about you that's just so magical. And there's times I've done it and I've literally forgotten I did it because there's no reaction from people at all. So I don't know and I think everybody else has also done dabbing before because I'm not the first person. Um, I don't know if it works 100%, but I do know it's a fun experiment and that I have enjoyed doing it from time to time. Well, now that you say that, I did hear that when women are on their period, that for some reason men want to have sex with them more. There's a strippers report that too. What would you say to someone who finds that a little bit off-putting or a bit like, uh, find a bit a bit icky? Because even just saying it, it's kind of like, really? Yes, I can absolutely understand why it's a little off-putting or icky to somebody. But just bear in mind, you're grabbing on areas that people are not going to have direct contact with. But also as well, too, there is no risk of spreading infection. It's referred to as sexually transmitted infections, not socially transmitted infections. And also, too, if you haven't gotten tested and that is a cause for pause for you, number one, don't bab. And number two, please go and get yourself tested. Like, use this as an encouraging fact to say, hey, you should probably go to the doctor and get a checkup. In addition, yeah, vaginal fluids do not smell. But also, in order to really get a strong scent, I think about how many sprays of perfume you have to do in order to create that smell dome. I just don't think that anybody has that amount of limits to create that, like, massive overwhelming scent. I have literally (laughs) never had anybody suspect I smell bad or anything of the sort. But also, too, I enjoy my smell. But I don't fault people who don't want to do it. It's one of those things where it's like some beauty hacks are just not for you. They're too weird. They're too far. And some beauty hacks are like, I would try. And if this is an I would not for you, again, I'm not even 100% sure that it works. I don't blame you if you don't want to. But if you do, it is a bit of fun. And like I said, I have seen some pretty crazy results on occasion. Is there a man equivalent of this. Say that, you know, in the 18th century that men used to take their handkerchiefs and before they put it in their pocket, they would put it underneath their armpits for like half a day to get the scent of their pheromones on the handkerchief. And they would, they would use their handkerchief not to wipe their own face, but to, you know, dust another woman or to use her handkerchief or waft it around her so that they were spreading the smell of their pheromones and thus creating a love potion or a, a chemical bond with that person. So this idea that our bodies and our natural body scents can be used to attract people versus I think in modern day, we're told that our natural bodies are disgusting and repellent and push people away. So I guess you can pick in the middle what, what's comfortable for you. Yeah, it's funny because there was Science Gallery here which runs kind of different exhibitions every every so often. And I remember a friend of mine went and one of the experiments they had was they got a group of men to shower with non-scented um, soap, just ordinary non-scented oh, yeah. soap for like two weeks. Mm. And then they got them to, to wear like a t-shirt for a couple of days without washing it. So their natural odor and their smell would go into the t-shirts. And then they got women to come up, obviously straight women to come up and, and smell the t-shirts. And some people were more attracted to certain smells than others. Oh, yeah. But then it linked with, so if you smell the t-shirt of someone, you're like, oh, that scent smells really nice. Turns out that you would wind up being physically attracted to them when you saw, or more likely to be physically attracted than when you saw 
their picture when they revealed to you their picture. So you smelled them first and we're like, oh, and then you saw them and you're like, actually kind of strangely links up with the type of person I'd go for. It was mm. like the smell of love or the scent of love or something like but that. But now, Sean, in terms of like women who can't get wet, you know, that struggle to, I guess, Jesus Christ. you know, <laughs> release any fluid, like what would you uh, advise them to do if they wanted to try this? Yeah, I think if people absorb different amounts of fluid and I don't think the majority of the time of people are doing grabbing and collecting a sample that they that they are aroused at the time and so there's like a flood of, of, of liquid and so you don't have to collect a massive amount of samples I've seen some articles online that have been republished based on this excerpt from my book The Game of Desire and people are like woman puts her vaginal fluid in a, a perfume bottle and sprays it all over herself. I'm just like, wow, I, I wish my body worked that way, but it does. I don't have like a pump directly down there that's bottling this stuff up. So majority of people probably aren't going to get a massive sizable sample. It might be something small. And, you know, again, once again, I, I, this is not something I totally recommend for everybody. And if you're not having a day where you feel massively lubricated, wait another day. So there's absolutely no rush to give this a try or no push to give it a try. But it could help in the dating scene if you were single and possibly, you know, especially women that are maybe in their 30s that are really looking to get back out there and they don't know what to do to try and get male attention. Possibly it could work. Exactly. I mean, I think that there's a ton of psychological techniques that are out there. I think when it comes to love, the point I'm making with my book in general is that when it comes to love, dating and attraction, we feel as women that we're supposed to just be waiting. We're waiting in a tower to get chosen. We're waiting for someone to ask for our phone number. We're waiting for someone to call us back. We're waiting for our dream person to walk up to us. But why? Like, there, science is on your side. There is an absolute ton that you can do to get into the driver's seat of your love life. There's different psychological techniques. There's different practices you can do. And you can just practice approaching people overall. So whether it is vabbing and putting on your vaginal fluids or whether it is for you learning how to flirt and seduce people at will, I'm just saying to women, hey, there's options out there. Don't feel stuck if you currently feel stuck in your love life there is something that you can do what you do though of course is totally up to you <laughs> that's true um, very very true so apart from the uh, utilizing the pheromones that men and women might have to kind of you know have a little bit of a social hack or a dating act is there any other maybe strange slightly left of center things that you've come across in your time that people can do to make themselves maybe more attractive or maybe more confident or more successful in the dating scene yeah there's an interesting experiment that said that if people disagree with somebody initially and then they agree with someone after that it creates a stronger bond because it feels like you've won that person over i say that to say because i think that we think that in order to be a good dater we have to be really kind really agreeable and shake hands and kiss babies and be super <laughs> on the ball with everything our date says but in truth a little friction goes a long way creating that source of contention on a date having a small mini debate or a small argument on a date can actually help you in creating a stronger attraction so this is not the time to hide or hold back your true opinions on a date you should be your big bad bold self oh I like that I can understand why that works a little bit like yeah, creating a bit of tension doesn't it it's a little bit of uh, and then release and the release is obviously stronger when there's a little bit of uh, competing back and forth well we came across a lady that was in the paper recently who divorced her husband because he was too nice oh yeah he never argued with her see we all look at that and we're like how could you complain about it but yet if we were in that relationship we would also crave a little bit of challenge like the human brain needs 
needs to be challenged. And that's why we have a new iPhone every second week <laughs> um, and why there's constant advancements. We, we like change. We like challenge. And that brings out the best in us. When you're with a partner who is not challenging you at all, in essence, you're not even working towards your own greatest potential. This is literally the start of a, an amazingly electrifying relationship. I can see like a terrible rom-com movie between, <laughs> let's say, a, right? hardcore, a hardcore Trump supporter goes on a date with a Bernie Sanders supporter <laughs> and they hate each other, but they have the wildest passionate sex afterwards. Yeah. I mean, honestly, to think of that on the spot, I don't know if there's any tips I can give you. I think that you've made it in life. I there think we so go. too. We he is retire. a comedian as well. So. We can hang up the earphones now and just go, listen, Don and Dustin, I'm going to work on Love Trumps All. You can be my consultant, my relationship consultant on this. And uh, he can have he can have a little sweaty handkerchief. She can have her jar of personal oh, perfume. And just, it'll be magic. Yeah. Definitely getting Hugh Grant for this one. Okay, You can watch it. You make it. I will just continue working. I guess now we're talking about 2019. People don't hang around if relationships aren't working. They don't They don't try and fix them. They just move on to the next person and, you know. Swipe left, swipe Yeah, right, we're yeah. living such busy lives. Like, we're not probably having enough sex. What What's your take on all that? Yeah, I think there's a idea that people don't change, right? Like, that if I meet somebody who currently I'm not sexually compatible with or I meet somebody who currently is too nice, that that's just who they are. My big principle is you are whoever you consistently decide to be. People often say to me, like, I am not good at flirting or I am not good at talking to people. I'm not good at small talk. I'm not good at social interaction. I said, there's probably a time that you said, like, I cannot tie my shoelace. And look at you now. You are shoe tying ass. Like, you are great (laughs) at this. Through practice and through continuous practice, you are able to adopt and become um, and change really big parts of yourself. So I would say don't be so quick to give up on your lovers if they don't have exactly perfect what you're looking for. I'm somebody who believes there's a book called The Science of Happily Ever After and it says that you get three wishes when it comes to a partner and that's it. So tall, dark, and handsome, boom, you're done. Those are your three wishes. And three is all you really need to create a long-lasting partnership if that person meets your three. I refer to it as your frozen five because I go for five wishes because I'm greedy. But, you know, (laughs) five things that it's like a basic job requirement they have to have. And if they meet your five but they don't meet your six, they're not that great, your seven, like that's okay. You can still actually have a very fulfilling, lasting relationship with them and don't worry you know people change and people can learn and they can adopt new skills and sexual compatibility is not a destination because I might be compatible with you for the first two years then I hit menopause and what you're doing no longer works for me now we're incompatible and of course vice versa maybe we're not compatible and then I have a bodily change and now we're perfect for each other change is a constant so don't be so absolute quick to give up on people give people a chance and also recognize that change doesn't happen overnight if it took somebody 30 years to develop one habit, give them at least three months to try to like figure out a brand new one. Give them a little bit of space and grace. But I think by nature of the fact that we're all just really excited about the world that we're now in, where we can make connections at will and a first date is just a swipe away. People tend to get a little hyper disposable and that's not the answer. Of course, staying with somebody regardless of how they treat you, a la our grandparents, is not the answer. But neither is just discarding people and treating them like numbers as opposed to human beings who are actually looking for a real connection with real people. I have never heard a truer sentence. I love that. Hey, Sham, before we let you go, what are your five? My five are securely attached by nature of what I do. I can't have a jealous partner. And like my husband, for example, was not jealous by like almost default. Like he just does not have any concern. He's come to some of my workshops before and seen me, t- you know, tie up a participant. And he <laughs> would leave like, that was great. That's a lot of fun. Just does not have that in his body. I need somebody who's sexually compatible, obviously by virtue of what I do for a living. I'm looking for somebody 
somebody who is intelligent and questions, like really leads the movie and doesn't just say that was great, but wants to have an in-depth conversation about how this relates back to life overall. I'm looking for somebody who is not a high novelty seeker, meaning I'm pretty like basic. I don't like to do a ton of new stuff. I like to go out a lot. So a partner who always wants to travel or always wants to go out or wants to go to the club just wouldn't be a great fit for me. And finally, I'm looking for somebody who is trustworthy. I like all those five things. God, I, I don't even I even think I've, I've ever done that because I'm, I'm in a relationship about seven years. So I'm sure we haven't pissed off each other too much. Otherwise, yeah. it would have ended a long time ago. Definitely, yeah. But I'm kind of thinking like a supportive sense of humor. Trustworthy, obviously, I think would be for a lot of people's anyway. Yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to think maybe uh, intelligent as well I'd be like Do you know what's funny no one's saying looks looks oh. don't seem to be important yes. really at the end of the day we've given well, up looks is, is, <laughs> it's a depreciating asset so you really shouldn't quali- you know, qualify that as one of your top five things um, yeah. there's no scientific proof that actually says that people who are better looking have better quality relationships so putting that in your frozen five is, is, tends to be a wasted wish but I mean it is a wish for some people mm. I actually love that you said supportive that's a really really great and overlooked one yeah it is actually yeah uh, yeah I guess have to all my stupid crazy ideas like love trumps all has to have 100% support behind it otherwise it's not going to work you guys we have to make this happen otherwise uh, the relationship's doomed well listen um, thank you for, for giving us your time this evening anyway I know it's it's slightly earlier where you are we could probably talk about a million different things regarding relationships because there's a million different ways you know to approach it or things to talk about it um, for someone who wants to maybe buy your book and have a bit of a read on some of the other things that you kind of outline what's the name of your book where can people get it again yeah it's called The Game of Desire I wish I knew where if it's available in Ireland, but it's distributed by HarperCollins, and there is on my website an international tab, so hopefully you can click that and find out where it is in Ireland, because that would be obviously very important to me that's there, given that it's somewhat my hometown. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so, and the website is? Thegameofdesire.com Gameofdesire.com I'm going to buy that. We'll go and have a read of that, and yeah. we can all sort our lives out, our sex and our love lives out. Hey, Shan <laughs> Boudram, thank you very much for popping on this evening. It's been a, a real pleasure speaking to you. Alright, thank you, and good evening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.